The following program contains childish content and cartoonish satire. That may be inappropriate for some listeners. So lock up your kids. I mean, do that anyway, but, you know, you also might. If they're not locked up already, I recommend it. And then, still, if you don't believe in that, you might lock them away now for this show specifically. But otherwise, in general, lock them away, that's fine. We're pretty okay with that. It sometimes contains bongs, but probably not tonight. Anyway, uh, so if that sounds like something you might be offended by, you might want to uh, switch off the opinions in this show. Do not reflect the opinions of the station, the Community Broadcasting Association, or nine-tenths of the actors saying the lines. One of them has a foot, which believes in a lot of what we say. A very pro-filth foot, but uh, that's another issue. Welcome to the role-playing hour. Okay, so here we are for some role-playing games living up to the name of the show. And who do we have here today? We have... Jim, I'm... Jim Jim is here today, and... Wendy! Yay! And And the Dungeon Mistress. The Dungeon Mistress. And last time you were here, you ran a game. But today, order has been restored to the universe. Did you feel did you feel that the world was a little bit off kilter when you were running a game and I wasn't? Did you feel like because you know I felt it the axis of the world just shifted a little bit and you know that can screw up the the axis of the earth shifts a little bit the entire like biodiversity of the planet is affected every single piece of life on earth it's so inter- interconnected if one small thing goes wrong all life could become extinct so that's what I felt like before we were at risk of that when I wasn't DMing. Yeah, but that night the world was a happier place. Mm-hmm. Happier, surely, before its extinction, surely. No, it was generally pretty happy. No, no, I can feel it. I can feel that under my feet, gravity is right. The earth is turning the way it's supposed to. Things are normal. I'm in the DM's chair with this wonderful picture of a frog bowman behind me. What Gigantic. about Yorick? Is Yorick still alive? Yorick is gone. <laughs> Yorick is not canonical now. <laughs> no, he was lovely. And, um, yes, and I, I believe Jim was fairly cruel to me when I was a player, wasn't he? Yes. No, I wasn't. No. No. Oh. You, oh. you bloody, you hurt me. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh, then I owe you some treasure. So that's okay. Likely. Okay, so today we're going to be playing a different kind of system. Sometimes we play D&D, sometimes we play GURPS, MURP, Fatal, another dice-based tabletop fantasy role-playing games. Today we are playing the Wuthering Heights role-playing game. Does anyone know Wuthering Heights? No. Yes. It's a tragic story of doomed love. Timeless doomed love. Joy. Wuthering Heights in five words or less, Jim. You said you know it? I, I know it not well, but... Uh, um. Mm-hmm. You're like one of those people that, you know, you have to tick all the, bo- the books that you've read out of a hundred and you just tick them all if you've heard of them. No, I read it. I read it. Okay. I read it about, mm-hmm. I don't know, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I love the bit where the pastry chef chops off the guy's head with the tomahawk. It's my favorite bit. I feel like that doesn't happen. <laughs> I feel like I would read that book if that happened. Damn it. Well, well, it's pretty it's a lot of interesting stuff happens. People are rather cruel. It's a, it's a <clears throat> it's very it's a it's a good book for a, a DM or GM of any persuasion because everyone is manipulative. They're trying to destroy each other. They have uh, overwhelming passion. And we'll be exploring some overwhelming passion today. Now, uh, we've 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 
pre-created some aspects of your characters, right? So you have uh, some... The, your first statistic, if you want to note this down, is your rage. So you have a number for your rage. The next number is your despair. That is your second stat, despair. And then you have some oldness. But so you have your your rage, your despair, and your oldness. I mean, D&D, they, they clutter up. Dexterity, charisma. You don't need that. You just need rage and despair. That's enough, isn't it? Maybe. I'm... It's not enough, it's because not. you also need to roll on the problem table. Oh. Now, uh, roll one ten-sided die there, Mr. Jim. What do you get? Four. Four. So we divide that by two. So two, you have two problems. Now you want to roll a D100. You know how to do that. You might need to help Wendy along with that when right. the time comes. Mm-hmm. Black one is first. Alrighty. So what do we have? Your first problem? 26. 26. Uh, you are a drug addict. And you have two problems, so your second problem is... 37. Uh, you smoke. So you smoke and you smoke for 12 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're a drug addict for uh, every hour of the day. No, one hour of a day. One hour of a day. One hour you're, you're taking drugs. Wait. 12 hours you're smoking. How does that even function? Like... I'm only a drug addict for one hour a day. No, 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 you're taking drugs for at least one hour of a day. Okay. And then, you know, living with the consequences. Can I combine the two? Yeah. You you can work it out. Awesome. And uh, now you, I believe, are going to be the husband in this family. So uh, think of it, and you live in modern-day London. So think of a nice generic suburban name. For yourself. Well, we turn to Wendy. Wendy, so you want to roll 1d10 first of all. Uh, so these both together. No, one of them. One. One, okay. One individual. Now, this colour? Whatever you want. Doesn't okay, matter. all right. Two. Two. So you have only one problem. So now you roll a d100, which uh, Jim might help you through, because I'm not sure how familiar you are with, with that process. Pick one of the colours. There we go. So black yeah. is the tens, and the other one roll is... Roll them both. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh. live on radio. So eighty four. Eighty four. Your problem is you have bad sight. That's not too bad. Oh, that's a bit boring. You are the wife in this uh, suburban modern day British relationship. So think of a nice suburban wifey name, hmm. middle class, bourgeois. And now we go to your child. Now your so child. Nice. Roll one d ten first of all. Three. Three. So you, you, we round them up always. So you have two problems. So uh, roll D100 for the first problem. 57. 57. You dress improperly. You can decide <laughs> how that one goes. <laughs> I love this problem. And the next one. 54. 54. You read too much. Hmm. We had this some... is just me in general, isn't yes. it? Yeah, that sounds like me in real life. We, uh, okay. Were there a lot of good ones that we missed? That's a pity. (laughs) Oh, well, problem table, not as interesting as it could have been. But hopefully we can do a lot with the rage and the despair. So we've set up the characters. Uh, Do you want to, maybe over the musical break, you can think of some nice suburban names for yourselves. And then we'll, the problem that you'll be facing, Wuthering Heights is about love, it's about passion, it's about uh, the moors. You'll be facing visiting the in-laws at Christmas and we'll see how your rage and despair fare through the course of that particular adventure, and we'll be right back with you after this musical break. This is Adrian Edmondson from The Bad Shepherds. I hate the role-playing hour. What ridiculous voices. Confused nerd! 
Okay, so we're back. Uh, now, uh, so do you have names for yourselves? Yes. Mm? I am Richard Downs. Richard Downs. Pat Downs. Pat Downs. And Phyllis Downs. Pat Downs. You're popular at the airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes, I am. So, uh, you each, we're going to, uh, the thing you never want to do as a, as a DM or GM is split the party, but we're going to have to do that for the first scene. So, the first scene, <clears throat> now, uh, Mr. Richard Downs, it's uh, Christmas Eve. Um, tomorrow, uh, you are going to have to go on an early morning train to your mother-in-law's house in Yorkshire. Uh, but uh, unfortun- you're an accountant, and unfortunately there has been a bit of a debacle with a roofing company you represent. They happened to not do their taxes properly for two years, so you were very busy right up until Christmas Eve, and you are the one who has been tasked with getting the perfect present for your mother-in-law on uh, Christmas Eve. The shops will be shutting relatively soon. You do have to get the tube into central London. You have to buy a very, uh, a quite a rare Chanel perfume that your mother-in-law prefers that uh, Pat has told you all about, Chanel Gardenia. And, um, mean, and uh, what you'll be doing in, in the meantime, Pat, is making sure that uh, your child is packed and ready to go. Um, you've got two children, We'll have one in case a caller character wants to call in later, which is unlikely, but we'll have one there as well. But we'll start with um, Mr. Richard. So, Richard, it's a typical... Uh, you've just finished work, or you've been working on Christmas Eve, and you've got a few hours before the shop shut. Uh, describe yourself, how you're feeling, what you're doing. Uh, describe myself. Mm-hmm. I um, I guess I'd be very, very tired mm-hmm. and, and probably pretty grumpy and... Mm-hmm. Smoking like a train. Mm-hmm. What is your drug of choice that you're addicted to? Um, Cocaine, opium, uh, LSD. I don't think you have an addiction to that. Toothpaste. <laughs> Let's go with opium. Opium, okay. <laughs> opium. So you've been smoking some opium and things are looking a little dreary. Now you're rushing uh, into your tube station. It's Christmas Eve, so it is... Rather busy. People are pressing against you from all sides. The light is blasting down on your head. It's so noisy, and you're hearing Christmas carols in a tinny kind of um, in a tinny sound from the um, speakers that are you know the ambient speakers in the tube station. Ding 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 ding. And you're also hearing the tube announcements. You know, stay away from the edge of the platform. And you're also hearing some busker singing um, a Sex Pistols song. Uh, all those sounds as well as just the hubbub of everyone you're going up and down stairs you're having to waddle like a penguin because it's so packed everyone's pushing against you you're going toward the tube area the tube the the train arrives there's a crowd of people pushing past you Uh, i'm gonna can i invoke my rage and push past them Alrighty, so if you want to successfully employ your rage, then you need to roll below your rage on D100. I feel like my rage should be higher. (laughs) (laughs) It will get progressively higher through the game, no doubt. I make it. Alright, you push, you push, you push, you just get into the very edge and the door closes, but, you know, someone pushes back against you and almost closes on your nose and your your face is almost literally pressed against the door. You've only got 15 stops till you get to Oxford Street where you know that they have a boutique <sighs> Chanel store where you, where you can buy this thing. You also know it's still going to take you at least half an hour 
uh, to get there, and the shops close in about 45 minutes. So do you have any kind of backup plans? Um, no. No, I don't. Not mm-hmm. at this point in time. Just check against your despair to make sure that you don't despair because, you know, they're, they're, those odds aren't great. I am in despair. Oh, no. So, obviously, you know, you might want to revert to one of your problems. Or uh, How do you express your despair when you're packed to get in, like, a sardine in a train? I'm assuming you're not allowed to smoke on the trains. I, I, I don't no, know. No, you're not. Though, you know, someone who smokes as often as you probably has, you know, various paraphernalia around themselves, patches and, and gums that they can use. Uh, can I pull out my... Um can I have an e-pipe? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, an e-pipe. E- yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to... So you're doing that to try to counteract your despair. Everyone around you starts complaining. What are you doing? You can't, you can't smoke in the tube. But there's no, obviously there's no security because no one could get to where you are. Well, it's, it's not even a real thing. And then from that, their, from their anger, further out in the train, people are just noticing there's a hubbub and people are like, and from, through Chinese whispers, is that racist? Through Australian, through Anglo-Saxon whispers, it's going through the, the tube, and toward the end, people are like, a bomb? Is it a bomb? What's that? It's a bomb on the train? Everyone, the, the volume is getting louder in the train there. And you notice that even on the train, they have the Christmas carols. Ding, 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 ding. I'm just going to start hitting my head on the door. You're doing that as, people, as yeah, some toothless um, woman is yelling in your ear. We got a smoke on the oh, my baby. We could have been here if I wasn't barren and you'd be... We'll cut to the house. So you are trying to feed the child and be packed ready for your mother's house tomorrow. Yeah. Hello. So, so, <laughs> so you've got your accent. So, child, uh, uh, how are you contributing to the packing process? You're, what, six years old? Is that right? Throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. All right, so you throw it. You Describe your tantrum. I am laying on the floor. Mm-hmm. Wearing only my underwear, mm-hmm. smacking my hands on the ground and screaming at the top of my lungs. Mm-hmm. At the moment, you are trying to cook the dinner. Yeah. Pat, um, and it's still, her room is not packed at all. Nothing of hers is packed, and you can't pack yours until she's packed. Ah. Uh, why don't you pack your shit? Why? What? Mm, can I invoke me rage yet? <laughs> so you want you want to you want to invoke your rage? Yeah. Alrighty. How else am I going to get this child to pack her room? All right, you want to invoke... Yeah, All right, I, so you want to roll under... Pa- to do a successful violent action, you want to roll under your rage. So the black is a tens, and the other one is a digits. Six, 62. What's your rage? 53. So you don't successfully invoke your rage against your own Why? offspring. You just it's can't quite... You know, the, your moral compass kicks in. You can't quite do it. <sighs> Meanwhile, you notice that the peas are have actually boiled down and are starting to burn oh, because you've been... Shit. I want chocolate, Mum. Mum, No, you can't. Oh, fine, eat chocolate. I don't give a shit. As long as pack your room. No. No, we gotta be. We gotta be there for Christmas Eve, child. You're not sounding very English. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm working on my English. Oh, I will go to proper English then. Oh, by the sea. Okay, I got it. No, no. Wait. Oh, by the sea, by the dog. Make it. Make a despair check because the child is making you despair, and the smell of burning peas is, is getting into your sinuses. Thirty-two. Okay. I am not in despair. So you roll under your despair. You yeah. control your despair. Not in despair. No. So are you going to? What's what's what? what is your act going to be now? The dinner is burning, but you've just decided um, you've decided the expedient thing is to give the child chocolate for dinner. I will buy you lots of shit. 
when we get to grandma's. Yeah? No. 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 I'm going to mess no. myself. Oh, dear. Dear, 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 dear. Uh, uh, how, let's see. That's a rageful act. Make a rage check to, uh, to successfully mess yourself. That is a violent action. 32. I pooped my pants. Alrighty. Mm. You expel violently forth. Uh, the, the the particular uh, <laughs> fluids and unguents that only a young child can, and now that is all over the. F- Make another despair check, then Pat. Mm. Sixty-two. I am in despair. Okay, so how do you, you how do you begin to express your despair? Uh, I well, can I spank the child? That would be rage. Rage. Mm. We want despair. I strip naked mm-hmm. and I make the child look at me naked as I twerk. Well, that, yeah, that is that is an act of desperation. <laughs> that, that is a person at their wit's end. So we will allow that to happen. We'll cut back to Richard. So uh, you are now getting out of the train, getting pushed along. Everyone's yelling at you. Some people are trying to point to the police and point to you, but the police are obviously too busy and they can't get through the crowds. Now, you even, even you know, it's still a five-minute walk to the shop on Oxford Street. Is You're a bit worried about, you know, actually snagging this perfume before it closes. I'm running. I'm going to run. All right, you'll need a rage check again to push through the crowd. No, I do not make my rage check. Oh, I don't know if that's a good thing. Or no, you, you can't quite. You can't quite summon up the rage. You're 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 pushed in, and uh, the despair is too overwhelming. You're just kind of getting slowly pushed along by the crowd. I'm gonna stop for a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a cigarette. You're dr- you, yeah, you finally you you clamber up out of that you know that close uh, hot um, underground air. You get up into the into the cold. It slaps you in the face. Um, you know, when you hear the, the, the cars and you smell the fumes from the cars and you see the blinking Christmas lights and all you want to do is stop to have a cigarette. Um, uh, there, yeah, you, you wish, you know, you wish you'd taken a moment earlier to order this stuff online or to do something like that, but unfortunately your life was so busy with drug addiction and work and smoking all the time. I also didn't realise that was an option, but it doesn't matter. I'm British, I'm not... The smartest person in the world. Okay, so you you finish your cigarette in yes. your despair. You've still got five minutes. I run. Free. I run. You, you run. You burst into the sh- b- boutique Chanel store on Oxford Street. <sighs> There's a line. Ah, oh, crap. You're waiting in line. Make a despair check. I make it. Okay, you manage to. You you keep smiling. Uh, Silent night, holy night is playing. Um. And uh, yeah, it takes. The, you're there. For, it, it's now past closing, but you know they're not letting anyone in, but they're not kicking anyone out. And so about twenty minutes past closing, finally the line finishes, and you get. You've still got about five people behind you, but you get to the perfume counter. <clears throat> How can I help you? I need a bottle of uh, Chanel Gardenia. Chanel Gardenia. Chanel Gardenia. Chanel. We're, we've had problems with that one, but I think I think someone actually reserved one and put it behind the counter. It doesn't look like they're coming in. Anyone else in line? Should I all go in here? No, no. So let me have a look here, down here. No, over here. No, somewhere here. No, somewhere here. No, no. Wait, Becky put that one away. I'll just give you a quick call on the mobile. Beep 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 beep. 
Just, she's twirling her hair with her finger. She's got braces on. I start twitching. <laughs> hey, Becky. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Becky. Silent night, holy night. Yeah, how's, how's Tim? Oh, didn't he? He did. He did, did he? Oh, he did. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. No, I'll be there soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the math. Yeah, no, that's all right. I'll be there. Yeah, it's be good. White Christmas. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I've got some guy here. And uh, you know what? Yeah, it is Christmas Eve. He, he, he was Chanel number five. You put some beside. Chanel Gardenia. Chanel Gardenia. Chanel Gardenia. Chanel Gardenia. Oh, she took it home, apparently. She took it home. But we have uh, we have the David Beckham perfume. It's basically the same. We like some David Beckham perfume. Make both a rage check and a despair check. I make both. All right. You stare stone-faced. And in your precision of vision, being so stone-faced... You do notice up on the top shelf behind her, right at the top, a bottle of Chanel, Chanel Gardenia. Just with your perfect zen moment. It's sitting up there. She's quite short. So you see it up there. You point wordlessly. And you, you succeed in your mission. Now you guys, you're packing. What's happening with you guys? Well, yeah. no, you're, there's now shit all over the floor and you're twerking. <laughs> I pick up my poo and throw mm-hmm. it at mum. <laughs> oh, well, I... Know Make a rage check to G- successfully do that. Oh. Oh, no. Not yet. Rage. 69. I make my rage check. Is that on or...? Over. Uh, no, rage check oh, you sorry. need uh, under. Oh, no, then I don't make my rage check. That's a good thing. So you pause with the shit in your hand. So you watch your child waving a fistful of shit. And then I grab her palm and smother the shit into her face. <laughs> That's a rageful act. Try to roll under your rage. 91. Wait. It has to be under, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So you don't manage to do that. It's a yeah. standoff. Mummy, no, I don't rub poop in my face. Mm, can't. Low. I mean, high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richard, you get home at a near, nearly midnight. Uh, your train is going to be at four in the morning. And you, you, yeah, you see your wife naked doing the dishes and your child still up uh, with uh, chocolate in one hand and shit in the other. And you can't quite tell which is which. Either can I at this stage. Oh, dear DM, here we are flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft. But I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no, Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. This is Coronemic. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Okay, so it's four in the morning. No one has had too much sleep, but you're going to have to get on the tube to get to King's Cross Station so that you can get the train to mother-in-law's house, or your mother, in your case, Pat Downs. So, um, and you also, we, we do not want to neglect your other child, Heathcliff, who uh, is, uh, is four years old, 
you're uh, you're just double checking his bags before you all rush out while it's still dark on Christmas morning. Um, he's asking when where Santa is, and you're having to tell that mother-in-law's house. You open his his suitcase, little little cute little suitcase, kids door the explorer suitcase, and he has packed kittens and his rabbit in there. So you're having to shoo them out. Heathcliff can be a caller character if anyone would like to take over and control baby Heathcliff. Uh, that is, um, uh, the number is 8313-5000, 8313-5000 to control Baby Heathcliff. But so, yes, you haven't get everyone out of the house. Um, everyone is very tired. Uh, one child still kind of smells of shit, and you're getting ready to head out. So you head, you, you close the doors, you lock up the house, you hope, you can't remember if you left the iron on. You're going out early in the morning, you're getting to the tube station, you thought... It's good to be going so early, because it'll be empty, but freakishly, the tube station is completely full. So uh, you're you're there, you're you're in the bustle, everyone's tired, you're bumping into everyone. The train is coming, there's a huge crowd, what do you do? <sighs> I start screaming my head off. Ah, oh, god damn it. <sighs> Darling, do we have to go through this again? Oh. Control your freaking daughter. Okay, that sounds like that's... Now, Keep every time you fail one of these checks, you're going to add 1d10 to that stat. So mm. I think for the f- the way you reacted, I think, uh, Wendy, for you, that's a despair check. And for you, Jim, that is a rage check. Just to see if you... So you don't roll... You fail? So you, you don't do a rageful act now, but it means no. your rage goes up. Because that's unexpressed rage. That uh, So your rage is, is slowly increasing. Tell me if it gets a 90 or above. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, and a despair check for you, ma'am. 53. Up. Up. So it's over. So you fail. Uh, well, so you, yeah, you, I mean, you don't, you don't do a despairing act. So that means that your despair goes up because that's unexpressed despair. So, so far you're keeping it together. Now, how do you, how, how do you anticipate, how do you plan to get through the crowd and onto the tube? Oh dear, what do you suppose we do? Okay, you grab him, I'll grab her. What? What, who's him? Your son, Heathcliff. Oh yes, alright, oh, of course, we have another son. What are Heathcliff's hmm. problems? So Heathcliff, let's see, he, well, he has two problems. What? Problem number one for Heathcliff is he gambles for two mm-hmm. hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and he is a poet <laughs> for four hours of the day. Mm. So that pretty much takes up his whole day. It's better than mine. Um, we could pretend that our child has cancer. <laughs> Heathcliff is rolling some bones. <laughs> Daddy, I don't want to have cancer. <laughs> I smell like poo. Isn't that enough? But for you? no, no. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. Most people. Right, let me get my time. accent back. Try to make a rage. Uh, it's uh, a rageful y- act to check claim your child has cancer to get through a tube line. <laughs> so try to make a rage. Che- roll. I uh, try to roll under your rage to be successful in your rage. Yes, because fifty. Fifty. Okay, so you successfully shout, "My child has cancer! My child has cancer!" Yeah. And uh, try to make way. How do you react to that child? I have cancer. When did I get cancer? 
I start flinging my poo out of my diaper at people. You're six and you have a... Okay, that can be an, an additional problem. That's fine. You're six and you're wearing funny. nappy. You do dress funny, I so do you dress could... dress inappropriately, yes. so all I'm wearing is a diaper you and could a have, scarf. Yes, a nappy and a We can't scarf. afford much more. <laughs> and so you're flinging... People are screaming, what's happening? Why is this cancer child? <laughs> Someone's yelling, I've got cancer from the poo. It's work, so And people move out of the way and you get onto the train and it's lovely. You're pressed, pressed in there, but you just cope, you cope, you get to King's Cross Station. And now I wipe my hand on my scarf and throw my scarf outside the train. Okay, so you're <laughs> heading, now you've got to rush to the East Coast Main Line. You're trying to push through... Um, again, there is a crowd, uh, and there is some. There also happens to be part of the station. Part of the walkway is closed off due to repairs, and so you're having to try to push your way through. Someone, you've got to go through the little thing that everyone goes through with a ticket, ticket to prove that they had a ticket when they went on the train. And um, someone is uh, arguing with one of the people in ahead of you. You know, there's a guy waiting to get through the barricade, and he's arguing because he's saying, oh, "I had to buy an extra ticket because my Oyster card didn't work, and that shouldn't happen. I want you to reimburse the Oyster card money now. You're gonna do that, blah 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 blah." Because it's Christmas morning, and not many people are working, there's only one outlet open, so you're all waiting for to get past this guy, but this guy's insisting on arguing that his Oyster card should be reimbursed because it didn't, it didn't, it didn't scan. And uh, so he had to buy an extra ticket to get here. He's basically talking about it like a pound sixty or something like that that he's complaining about. But you're at the moment you're paralysed and your train comes in five minutes. <sighs> here, hold the kids. I'll be right back. Yes, you, darling. You try to mm -hmm. march up the line. And everyone's yelling, "Stay in your place!" What are you? Oh, oh. Shut the hell up, people! I'm gonna make this line move faster. I'm going to walk up to this guy, pull out some freaking money. People are pulling at your clothes and going, get back here. You pull out some money. Yes. Gonna he walk says, up to that guy. No, no, it, it, it's a principle of the thing. It's a principle. I want it to be reimbursed by the train company, not by a private citizen. I they, I'm fighting for, for us all. I I'm work fighting. for the train company. Here, take my money. Make a rage check to refrain from being uh, enraged. Hopefully you're going to fail. I do. <laughs> All right, so you get to add some more to your rage because of that, but you don't want to deck him. I don't particularly want to. I don't want to, no. I All just right. want to yell and scream at him. And so, yeah, the fact that you work for a train company, he says, well, I'd like to give you a piece of my mind. And he starts talking about all the problems he's had over the past year with all the tube services and things like that. He's going into great detail. Send us an email with your problems. Take the money and move on. I've sent many emails and they've never been answered. Well, you can send one to me personally. He says, uh, all right, what's the email address? Uh, write, oh, sure, I'll write down my email address. It's a rather long and complicated, but uh, do you have a piece of paper? I don't have a piece of paper he's searching. I'll pull out a, a random card, <laughs> one of my business cards. It's the only card you have is a card for your mother-in-law's present. Uh, no, I'm not giving him that. Just write it on my hand. I don't have a pen. Does anyone have a pen? Does anyone have a pen? You can write it on my belly don't. since all I'm wearing is a diaper. Yes, just use a child, honey. Make it a spare check. I do not make it. Uh, Alright, so that means that your despair is increased because you don't have a despairing act. 
okay, so yep, you're 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 waiting there. Eventually, someone finds a pen. They write the thing. You rush through. You're running up. You're running up, and you only just barely miss the train. Now you had booked that one ahead of time because it's the cheapest possible one. You can get on the next one in an hour. It just means you have to uh, pay for it as if you're buying a ticket on the day, which is about between you all about 180 pounds more. Hmm. That was uh, money that uh, you were going to use for a day at the beauty salon, Pat, so make it a spare check. Right. 67. Under or over? Over. So add 1d10 to your despair, because you don't despair now, but it's building up inside of you. Child, what do you do while they're waiting for the train? In the cold. Oh, what do I do? Mm. Ah. I shiver ah, uncontrollably I and think... Because it is very cold at five in the morning. It would be so nice if I could wet my pants and that would keep me warm. Mm-hmm. So I walk up and I burn some of my books that I've been reading lately. Burn? Yes. I light a fire with my fart. Okay. You, uh, you'd need a lighter, but there is a hobo you can get a lighter from. It's a rage flack to make a rage check to properly express your rage. Over. Oh, oh, under. Under, yes. okay, so you properly express. So, yeah, you, you start to smell smoke and shit and burning shit, and you look around and you see your child lighting books and nappies and farts on the fire. And then I dance around the fire. And I make her some money. She's healthily, healthily expressing her rage. Oh, how much money have you made, darling? Is it enough to catch the next train? I think both of you need to make a spare check as oh, the train pulls into the station. No. Sick. 93. Okay, so you add 1d10 to your despair. So your despair is slowly increasing. You get on the train, and now you're just waiting on the uh, East Coast Main Line for your station. You're going to be a few hours. You're sitting there. Heathcliff is uh, just is being quite... Is, you, you notice that Heathcliff is on your phone, Jim, and he just placed a bet on a horse. Yeah, whatever. If it wins, it's a plus. It was only a small bet, so, you know, no no cause of despair. While you're on the train, yeah, the, you know, it's rocking back and forth. It's a little bit too hot. Someone's going and selling overpriced food, which you can't afford because you just had to spend 180 mm-hmm. extra pounds on this ticket. A baby is crying. <coughs> Another child in the seat in front of you is saying, and I like Noddy, and I like Baba, and I like Batman, and I like Superman, and I like the Bombos, and I like the... An hour later. Um, st- I still have some leftover milk, so I feed my baby and then I use my left breast to feed the other child. They're four and six. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Have you seen these days? You Everyone's could, breastfeeding you everyone. Could, you could buy yeah. some mil- some overpriced milk from the train mm-hmm. thing, but then that will probably mean that you can't get mm-hmm. those shoes you're hoping to buy. Yeah, so, I dance while I drink your breast milk. She has no breast milk. We've established that it would be unusual for her to have breast milk. That would be a problem. I go up to <laughs> Not the unless the wait. I go up to the woman that has the baby mm-hmm. and I drink some of her breast mm-hmm. milk. Mm-hmm. She allows you to do that. So yeah, you notice that your child is drinking another woman's breast milk. I'm I believe, fine with that. <laughs> I believe that these combined conditions would be a rage and despair check for both of you, definitely. And if you fail, you add. 2d10 because walking up and seeing your shit your shit covered smoke smelling child drinking from another woman's breast is 
extra horrible. 97. <laughs> okay, so if you failed, add 2d10 to each of those. I just had a spare, didn't I? She only yeah, failed one. Ah, uh, so you've got to do a rageful act. What rageful act do no, you do? she failed her despair. despair. She, uh, did, which one did she roll under for? Despair. Despair, all right. So you do a no, despairing act. No, Wait. that was rage. Okay, so you do a rageful act. What is your, what, what is your rageful act? I steal the woman's baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you run off into another carriage. The woman starts screaming. How did your checks go? I... Uh, Richard? <laughs> and you're about to have to make two more <laughs> internally because of what your wife has just done. I rolled under on my rage and over on my despair. So you express your rage, but you don't express your despair. Your despair goes up by 2d10. And now you roll a new check after that to see if that is exacerbated by what your wife just did. Give me this. Ah. Uh. So new checks to see... Oh, yeah, that despair is getting pretty high. Uh, new checks now to see if you manage to express your rage in double fold or... Uh, yes. And yes. <laughs> I'm expressing double rage and a bit of despair. Okay, so how do you decide to do that? <laughs> in the middle of the train. Expressing your rage, Wuthering Heights role-playing game. I'm still attached to the woman's boob as she runs away, by the way. Yeah, she's chasing with your child hanging off her boob. Whee! Yummy! Is there a smoking cart? You notice she's also ma- she's also taken off her nappy, so her uh, her she, as she's swinging, her ass is hitting passengers on either side <laughs> of the aisle. I'm releasing rancorous farts as I do this, by the way. <laughs> so how do you express your rage and despair? Uh, Double rage and despair. I pull out the divorce papers and sign them, leave them there, and walk what? off. <laughs> That's good despair. What about your rage? You've, you've, yeah, you, you, you're going to give them to her after Christmas, but you just you, you stash them away. And what about the rage? The rage? Mm-hmm. The rage. Um, is there anyone that obviously looks like they're, um, I don't know, a drug user, possibly intravenous? There's a guy passed out that looks like he's been drinking port in the back. He's the one that your daughter got the lighter off. You don't, know, you don't think he has a ticket. Right. Can I punch him and steal his port? <laughs> All right, you punch him, you punch him. Everyone's so interested in the kid thing, they don't even notice that. And uh, he is so he's, he's so drunk that he barely wakes up and then just passes out, but he passes out with one eye open, so you might have you worry you might have done some serious damage. But you drink his port, you can taste his horrible... You know, there's a disease people get where they fart out their mouth accident and that, like it's a thing that happens because they're, some disease happens and all their digestion goes wrong. You think he might have had that, but you'd swig down the port anyway. Um... Uh, and he is like, you think he might be seriously injured, but your train stop is coming soon, so you're not going to dwell on that. This is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour so much that, ah, a true Klingon doesn't speak. He acts. Pass me a batleth. Get a batleth in my hands now. Yes, Johnny. Oh, thank you very much, John. Oh, that's a large batleth you have there. Oh, it's wonderful. This is K9 Though this unit is incapable of emotion, I calculate that the role-playing hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form. 
Okay, if you want to support Radio Adelaide, uh, which is a community station supported by the community, then you might subscribe. You might say, what's in it for me? Well, one subscriber this month will win a prize. To celebrate Record Store Day on 19th of April, one lucky subscriber will win their pick of CDs to the value of $700, courtesy of Universal Music and Dylan's Music, Norwood. $75 to subscribe. $40 concession. Just dial 83135000 during business hours to subscribe. Or you can contact us on our Facebook page, The Role Playing Hour. R-O-L-E... On Facebook, we've got some podcasts on the Radio Adelaide website and on WordPress. But we don't have much time, so we'll uh, we'll uh, try to move things along here. So you're traipsing. You've got a taxi, which it costs a lot of money because it's Christmas, and um, you're going through the moors to uh, your mother-in-law's house in on in, in Yorkshire. You've got off the train. Uh, it's uncertain what happened with that woman. She said she would press charges, but the fact that she had your child attached while your wife ran off with the other child, all she ended up doing was uh, um, twerking while sobbing uh, with her face against the window of the train um, at, at, with the child just lying there looking mesmerized. So no physical harm came, but you know what British people are like about anything to do with children, they go nuts. So hopefully your daughter, your, daughter, your wife is not going to end up on the sex offenders list tends to happen in Britain, but we'll see. Uh, you, yeah, so you, you're you pulling up to, it's in the fog of Christmas Day, there's light snow over the windy moors, um, this lonely scene, and you finally get there, exhausted, you exit the car, the taxi, the taxi driver expects more money because he says your child soiled the seat. Heathcliff is meanwhile being very quiet. You know, Where's my third baby? You wanted to buy an extra. You wanted to buy an Xbox game. It was going to be your Christmas present to yourself, and now you know you can no longer what? afford that. No Christmas present for yourself this year, Richard. As you hand over that last money, and you walk slowly toward the door. I jump out of the cab. Look, mummy, yellow snow, and start I, eating it. I, I don't care about that. Where's the baby I took? Make it. Make it a spare check. Oh, yes, right. so you think you still have the baby. You're turning into the mad woman in the attic. Twelve. Twelve. So you successfully are despairing. So I how am. Do you, how do you express your despair? Um, I, I pick up her yellow s- snowball mm-hmm. pee and cradle it as a child that I lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Mommy, my yellow snow. I was eating. And that. I and I kiss <clears throat> the pee snow. Jim, you're knocking very slowly with a knocker. <laughs> the door opens. You see your mother-in-law. Oh, it's you, she says. Mm. Are you still in that dead-end job? Make a rage and despair check. <laughs> I am raging and despairing. So let's roll under to successfully rage or despair. Okay. I am successfully raging and so despairing. So how do you express those things? Um, can I punch my mother in <laughs> <laughs> Okay, with a fist, you yell out... I'd love to eviscerate you for an evening's pleasure. And then you smack her in the face and she goes down like a sack of potatoes. And how do you despair? I despair by um, handing over the divorce papers mm-hmm. and walking out into the moors. Mm-hmm. Smoking. Your, your father-in-law is rushing, rushing to the phone to call the police. You're walking out into the moors. Yes. Your, your, your father-in-law is cradling your mother-in-law, but, then, but he... That's his, her dad. Your dad, My, sorry. Yeah. Then, but then he comes out and he asks you what's wrong. Because by this point you've taken out your breast because you think you have breast milk and you're feeding it to your yellow <laughs> snow baby. What? So I roll something? No, you're busy despairing. Um, 
What do you say as your as your father pats you on the head? Uh, Dad, my husband left me. That's what, what accent is that? Indian. My husband left me, and now I have this pea baby. What do I do with my life? Ah. What are you doing, child? I'm going to poo on Grandma. And she <laughs> she's lying there sobbing, and you go up and sit on her chest as if as if to give her the cutest baby kiss possible, and then you poo all over her cleavage. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, your father says, "I don't know," uh, in a Yorkshire voice, which I can't do. No cheese grommet. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Back in the day, you were such... Uh, you were destined to be lovers, eh? But now, what's happened to me? It seems like every there was such passion and love in your lives. As soon as you got married, moved to London. Now there's this. You were destined... You used to say that if one of you died before the other, you'd wait for each other in hell. And now this. Is this what happens? I don't... Don't blame me. I was naked twerking when he came home. I don't know what his problem is. Put your band feeder back in your back in your blouse, woman. Oh, sorry. Put my titty away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An ambulance in the distance. You can see an ambulance slowly approaching up the road, and a police car. Uh huh. Your uh um, the mother-in-law is choking from the fumes and vomiting all over her bruised <laughs> face. You can barely see Richard's shape disappearing across the moors. He shouldn't do that, him. <laughs> Very treacherous moors when there's a bit of snow, eh? Can, can I chase after my husband? Because I really am in love with him. Huh. It is like Wuthering Heights. You run after him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Both make terrible. despair checks to finish us off. 50. I'm successfully despairing. So you both... Are you successfully despairing? I'm despairing. Okay. So you both just grab each other and 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 uh, run, uh, collapsing into a peat bog, but you, you are so despairing that you don't bother to get out. The police are searching everywhere, but the land's so treacherous they can't find you. And I run and open all the presents. <laughs> and I get a book saying, everybody poops. <laughs> yes. And then when you're older, you hear the story. Mm. You, you, you grow up and you, you, you're soon in an orphanage. But you hear yeah. the tale told that the ghosts of your parents still haunt the moors. Despairing and trying to have nothing to do with each other for the rest <laughs> of time. Does my grandma not want me because I pooped on her chest? Your grandmother uh, does not seek you in the orphanage. I see. They, they, she's the first to put you there. <laughs> <laughs> What a romantic tale. Everybody poops. One for the ages.